Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The following program has been pre-recorded. Ron and Anian. My wife forgot to charge her car overnight, meaning she didn't plug it in. So I just plugged it in at 48%. It needs three hours and 15 minutes to fully charge. We won't be able to use it for all our driving today as planned. There's a candid, honest response from an electric vehicle owner. You can't see it. It's electric. You gotta feel it. It's electric. Ooh, it's shocking. It's electric. The car doctor. The operator of New England's power grid said it could be forced to shut off power if there is a long period of very cold temperatures this winter, if New England has a prolonged cold snap, the operator of the grid warned they may have to shut up the power to homes and businesses. Welcome to the radio home of Ron and Anian, the car doctor. Since 1991, this is where car owners the world over turn to for their definitive opinion on automotive repair. If your mechanic's giving you a busy signal, pick up the phone and call in. The garage doors are open. But I am here to take your calls at 855-560-9900. And now, here's Ronnie. You know, <laughs> it, we've got a great hour of radio for you here. It's uh, um, I've, I've had so much fun already talking to our guest, 
pre-show just just listening and i know where this conversation is going to go but you guys are going to love this and and actually i have to thank all of you the listenership because you sent in more than a few emails showing me his recent interview Uh, well maybe it's not so recent but some of his other interviews mark mills from the manhattan institute um, with John Stossel, among other people, and talking about electricity and electric cars. And we reached out to Mark. He got right back to us, and we're th- so thrilled to have him here. He is, uh, his reputation precedes him. Mr. Mills, are you there, sir? I'm here. Thanks for having me on. I'm uh, delighted. You're very welcome. We're so glad to have you. I, uh, <laughs> you know, we, I, I just want to, I'm going to start at the beginning, Mark, because you and I have already had half the interview. And <laughs> we're um, done. We're done. We'll just go home and have a drink. Yeah, we'll we, we're done. Um, uh, you know, full disclosure. So, you know, tell us about yourself. You know, what, why did I pick you? Why are you the guy that everybody seems to be talking to um, when we're talking about electricity and energy? Because, this is a car repair show, but you know this electric car thing is just the tip of the iceberg of what they want to do and how they want to change the way energy is in this country. Yeah. Well, I could first say it's not my fault. <laughs> well, that's good to know, but I'm hoping you're the guy that fixes it. No. Uh, you know, it's funny. I I, uh, I studied phys- my degrees in physics. Uh, I quit graduate school because because well, I would like to work and I was building semiconductors my my first job was in a manufacturing plant for semiconductors but i from very early in my uh, my life i liked how things worked i liked how building things i you know worked on engines i worked on motorcycles i, I raced one summer in grand prix in canada and i uh, you know i'm canadian I, I like engines i like electric motors i like semiconductors i like how stuff works and that's why in part i studied physics and then i ended up getting a job as an engineer and semiconductors and missile guidance and stuff like that. And I, I got sort of dragged in the back door to the energy domain uh, simply because nothing's possible without energy. So it doesn't matter whether you're trying to figure out how to make cars go fast or be more efficient, depends what your proclivities are, or rockets fly or make semiconductors more powerful, computers faster. Everything everything redounds ultimately to figuring out both the materials and the energy, energetics of things. So yeah, that that was sort of the intellectual part, but the practical part was very real for me in jobs I had and my hobbies. And then you know we got the energy debate started, as as you know we had oil embargoes, and that couple of them that caused the people forgotten, the people of a certain age will remember. Oil prices went up four hundred percent overnight in uh, seventy three seventy four. Then they went up more than two hundred percent again in seventy nine. Uh, these are these are shocking events. They really changed how the Western world thought about energy, and people thought we were running out of energy. So I ended up getting involved in energy issues, partly because of the silliness of the idea that we were running out of energy, running out of oil, and then now we have another silly idea that we should never use oil and gas again. Well, uh, wait, 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 let me stop you right there, Mark. Are we are we running out of oil? No, that's that's right. I mean, the, it, the, the nuance is, can you? Can you exhaust an oil field uh, that uses technology you have available today to deliver oil at a price you're willing to pay? Yes, that's a, that's a form of running out of oil. The geophysical question is is a different one. Is is there enough oil uh, that we are aware of as a resource to fuel society for centuries? Yeah, easily. Centuries, centuries is essentially forever. Uh, the 
availability of oil or natural gas or any, frankly, any mineral, any resource in the earth is dictated not by the physical quantity, but the kind of technology we have to find it and extract it at a price. And utilize it. Yeah. And that, so that's a technology question. That's the key question is what, what kind of technologies are there? How do they change? And what are their limits? So, you know, we're not running out of oil, but you can run out of the capacity to produce it at the volumes and prices the markets will need and will pay. And governments can cause that to happen, not just engineers. Governments ban things. They say you can't drill here. Um, Governments can pass regulations that are punitive, make oil or gas or any mineral too expensive. So the when I start up by saying no, I mean, I'm answering the geophysical question, but obviously uh, you know, governments can do really dumb things, and they, they have, and they will continue to do that. I guess that's what makes them politicians and governments to a degree. <laughs> well, um, they, well, the good news is, uh, you know, not to go political, <laughs> I, right. would rather have, I would rather have democracies that do dumb things than dictatorships. Well, there's always that. Yes, I agree 100%. Uh, But listen, I got to tell you, we're going to get political comments after this conversation. I know I'm going to get, because I already get hate email that I'm trying to ban. Do you know that I single-handedly am trying to eliminate the electric car industry, if you believe some of the listeners? Um, And I I just keep trying to point out, you know, as I said in our pre-interview interview, you know, one of my favorite lines from one of my favorite movies, Hidden Figures, math doesn't lie, two and two has to be four. Um, where are we going to get the electricity from? Well, the electric car one is, a, is actually a terrific um, example of two, sort of two domains that fascinate me. One, one is sort of a, what I call a misdirection of interest in the future. You know, I've got a new book out, as you, as you probably know, but when one writes a new book, you, you, one is, one is uh, not only obligated but eager to, <laughs> eager to promote it. Sure. And I, and I write about cars and transportation in the book. It's called The Cloud Revolution. As you can guess from the title, it's not about cars. It's about computing and technology for the future. Cars, cars are interesting. Uh, new kinds of fuel for cars, using batteries instead of gasoline. It's important, you know, that's a very interesting option, and, and there'll be lots more of it. But the idea that that's revolutionary in the same sense that the invention of the car was revolutionary is profoundly misguided. Right. It, it's, it'd be equivalent in, in uh, the 19th century of coming up with a new way to feed horses and imagining that you had a revolution. Well, you know, there'd be winners and losers if you change what you feed the horses. It's still a horse. Right. Uh, a car with a battery is still a car. It's different food. Uh, that is meaningful. The real question you'd want to know is, can we make enough of that food? And, and by that, I mean, you know, you're referring to the electricity. The electricity is the least of it. That's not the problem. Uh, obviously, you have to charge an electric car with electricity. Uh, equally, obviously, uh, the electricity you use is determined by when you charge the car and where you charge it. I mean, by that, as most people probably know, if you happen to live in a part of the world or a country where there's lots of wind and solar, and it happens to be sunny or a lot of windy, at that very moment, if you charge your car, you're probably using a lot of electrons made with wind and solar. And if you happen to charge a car when it's cloudy or becalmed, which happened for uh, roughly two weeks in northern Europe this, this last month, as you know, then you're, you're charging your car with natural gas and coal, dominantly, which is what happened in in Germany and England, where they fired up coal plants that they fortunately still had around. So that, that's a factor. The bigger factor that is profoundly absent from this whole 
trope that we're going to eliminate the use of internal combustion engines by virtue of electric cars being better. We could talk about whether they're better or not. That's a different subject. Right. And, and whether they become cheaper, another subject. But the idea that electric cars will eliminate the need to have oil and internal combustion engines is just arithmetically silly. It's not, not happening and won't happen for two reasons. One, the scaling up that people imagine. That is, we're going from a world today, it's about 10 million electric cars in the world today, which is a lot, considering there were a decade ago, not even a million. So it's a big deal. But it's in a world that has over a billion cars on the roads. So, you know, again, if you do your math, <laughs> you're, now, you're, now, you're now approaching 1% of all vehicles. Well, the optimists believe that there'll be hundreds of millions of electric cars within the decade, say three or 400 million, 500 million. That'd be an astonishing increase in the physical infrastructure that would, at that point in time, eliminate roughly 10% of world's oil use. So, so let me say that again. If we get the optimist vision happening in the next decade, and we get 400 million or so electric vehicles on the roads, the reduction in world oil demand would be about 10%. That's it. That's it. So, so I'll tell you what, let me... How does that an existential threat to anything if you're in the oil business? What do you care? In fact, I would say the opposite. If I'm a consumer, let's hope there's that many electric cars because the competition will help keep the price of gasoline down for everybody else who doesn't want to pay high price for gas. Right. You want competition. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Mark, let me pull over and take a pause, but let me just say this. You just convinced me. You must be a physicist then. You really do have a degree. <laughs> <laughs> I, I used to be one. I, I don't practice anymore. No. I just talk like one on TV and radio. Well, you sound you sound pretty good to me. You got me convinced. When I come back, maybe we'll talk about time travel and a DeLorean. Uh, Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor here with Mark Mills of the Manhattan Institute. We'll both return right after this. Don't go away. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so. Exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. 
find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. For the best in car advice, give Ron a call. 855-560-9900. Now, back to Ron. Hey, thanks for staying with us. We're here today with Mark Mills. He is a senior fellow at the Manhattan Institute. He's a faculty fellow at Northwestern University's McCormick School of Engineering, and he's just a whole lot of fun to talk to. I think he's uh, like my new best buddy. Um, we, we we could talk probably. For, we 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 need it. We need at least you know. I think I need like an eight hour show here, Mark. Um, uh, so let me let me recap the first segment. All right, just so I can for those that are just joining us, we we've you know you've made your case. Obviously, you're a physicist. You've got some really great knowledge as far as uh, you know energy application, the theories of the future use, where it came from. Um, you've convinced us of that. Um, you've written more than a, more than just a recent book. You've written a few books. The most recent being the Cloud Revolution, and uh, that just came out this year, and it's a fascinating read. Um, we're sort of talking about electric cars, trying to keep this about electric cars, but then the whole energy issue comes into play. Yeah, so, yeah. so when you look at, I'm going to pick on a state. When you yeah. look at California, by this must make your hair spin. By 2035, they're, they've banned the internal combustion engine vehicle. Can they do it? Well, like, governments can do almost almost as we've discovered recently, almost anything they want to do. So I'll, I'll make a I'll make a prediction in two parts about California. This will be true for England, which has made a similar declaration. the The bans, if if they stay in place, will result in extraordinary escalation in the value of used cars. First, right? Just right. Imagine because not everybody is going to be able to buy an expensive electric car because the electric car will still by then be more expensive than an internal combustion engine, which we. We can talk about, but that that will that will boost the number of years used cars stay on the market, on the road, and the value of them. What will more likely happen is the bans will be softened or ignored or just abandoned entirely because the whole world, in fact, just the countries that are now and states that are now proposing to do that, can't all do it and have enough batteries. Never mind manufacturing cars. The central problem that's being ignored here is not whether electric cars are nice and Teslas are nice. Of course they're nice. Impressive car, incredible company, and kudos to somebody building a car company that's successful by all measures. Even counting you know, some help from subsidies, that doesn't explain it. It's a successful car company. Sure, right? absolutely. Impressive absolutely. achievement. Yeah. In fact, the most impressive engineering of a battery probably on the planet without being hyperbolic, it gets, deserves enormous credit. Really, it, something. The last guy to try and do it, yeah, was Tucker. Yeah, exactly. In, in 46, 47? Yeah, yeah. or and, you could you could pick DeLorean if you like in the Brooklyn. Okay, yeah. Total, total, total you know, failures. Um, hard to hard to build a car company, even with help, and he's done it. And look, if you think about this, I mean, it's, what a, what an incredible achievement. I believe the last I checked that something on the order of 60% of all automobiles sold 
in the Western world at a price over 90000 so 85000 90000 range, are now Teslas. Wow. He's utterly dominated that market. Watch is why Mercedes and Jaguar and BMW are, are all making EVs in that price range, because he just ate their lunch. Uh, and that's, that's not nothing. That's not the whole car market, obviously, but it's, it's not nothing, and it's a very impressive. But here's, this is the nub of the problem, and, and it's not that electric cars aren't profoundly useful vehicles and have a, a niche as bigger than now exists. So I, I, if I were predicting another sort of future snapshot, there's 10 million electric cars today. I, it will be unsurprising if there were hundreds of millions, at least 100 million in the next decade. There'll be a lot more electric cars. The problem is the batteries are not these simple things that are, I think are in many people's head. They think the electric car is, quote, simple and simpler to build than the internal combustion engine because you have this engine, which you know better than I do. I've taken a few engines apart in my life, but not recently. The engine has got a lot of parts in it, and it's you know, all the moving parts, and it can wear out. And you have, so you have a simple fuel tank and it's a complicated engine, maybe a thousand parts. And the trope is we have replaced a simple engine with a, a complex engine with a simple motor with two moving parts, maybe two motors, you know, two parts each. Right. But the battery, the swap is for complexity in the fuel system. The battery has thousands of welds in it. A Tesla battery has 14,000 welds in it. It has 7,000 cells. He's hoping to get the next generation design down to a few thousand cells. It has a cooling system, a heating system, a structural system. It has electronic control systems in it to keep it from, to keep it from you know, self-immolating, to burning up, to maximize its uh, performance. It's an extraordinarily complex electrochemical machine, and the engine that we're replacing with is a very complex electrochemical mechanical machine, rather. So you're swapping complexities. You haven't eliminated complexity. More importantly, the materials the battery is made from, the minerals, the cobalt, the lithium, the nickel, the manganese, those, those minerals, the quantities of minerals you require to make a battery are roughly over the lifespan of a car, if you count, you know, count apples to apples. You increase the quantity of materials you need to drive a vehicle over a 10-year life by tenfold. Think about this, a thousand percent increase in the quantity of materials I have to extract from the earth to, have a, to make a vehicle. So the parts of the vehicle that are the same, electric and non-electric, you know, the wheels, the tires, the frame, they're all the same, right? right. The seats. Right. The battery in an electric car weighs about a thousand pounds. The fuel tank is, again, you, you, know, you and your audience know, 70 pounds maybe. Sure. The car. Yeah. So I have a 1,000-pound fuel system, and it takes 500,000 pounds of materials mined from the earth to make that one battery. Oh, my God. Mark, hold that thought. Let me pull over and take this pause. When we return, we'll rejoin us from Ronanating the Car Doctor, Mark Mills of the Manhattan Institute. Don't go away. We'll be back right after this.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so. Exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Here I come in my Welcome back. Ron Nane, the car doctor here today with Mark Mills of the Manhattan Institute. Mark, when we pulled over and took that pause, we were talking in terms of the impact of what it takes to make that electric car battery. Can you just recap that for the listeners real quick? Yeah, I think this this is the, the part that's critical, the perspective, you know, visions of a magical future where every car has a battery in it. They won't be the kind of batteries that we're making today because we can't make that many batteries. Because the 1,000-pound battery, which is about what a battery weighs in a car to get several hundred miles of range, requires mining a variety of minerals to make the battery, which is, is the scientific term, no-duh. You, right. you need 
steel, of course, but it's in aluminum. But you need nickel and manganese and cobalt and lithium, you know, the, the melange of minerals that go into a battery. So a 1,000 pounds is a finished form, but to, to make the battery, you have to mine 500,000 pounds of materials, rock, you know, rock and process it, and turn it into finished minerals and make a battery. Right. Now, that, there's two things about that that matter. First, it takes energy to do that. It has environmental impacts to do that. And you want to know how much that you're going to do if you want to know the total, we'll call it the energy debt of making the batteries. Because batteries aren't a form of energy, right? obviously. They store energy. So you spend energy to store energy, and you spend a lot. It takes somewhere between 100 and 300 barrels of oil equivalent of energy. So 100 to 300 barrels of oil equivalent of energy to fabricate a battery that can hold one barrel of oil equivalent of energy. And, and then you're doing all this mining and digging and, you know, gathering of rocks to Huge get the material machines. with these giant machines <laughs> no. that are emitting well they they burn uh, diesel fuel right some of them are electric uh but if they're remote you know because they have electric machines and remote mines but if they're in a remote mine not close to a grid the ge- the generation of electricity comes from diesel machines using oil uh in fact the global mining industry uses almost as much oil as the global aviation industry much oil. And now now to fabricate batteries at the scales people are talking about will require the largest increase in mining the world has ever seen. And I'm saying this, it sounds hyperbolic to say that. I'm saying this based on not my research. My research is finding other people's research. So the U.S. Geological Survey or the International Energy Agency itself, which is one of the big advocates for more electric cars. What the researchers will tell you who look at the mineral requirements is that the world today is not mining nor planning to mine enough copper, never mind everything else, or not enough nickel, never mind their exotic things like lithium or cobalt, but just the basic metals to make the quantities of batteries and electric cars and windmills and solar solar arrays that are contemplated. An electric car uses three times more copper than an internal combustion engine. That should be unsurprising, considering (laughs) you're replacing, you know, steel engine with, you know, a a copper-wound electric motor and a lot of electric bus bar. But the 300% increase is not nothing. I mean, if you start making millions of vehicles... Uh, with a 300% increase in copper per vehicle, you become a significant consumer of copper. And that's not counting you know, the battery's consumption of other minerals. So what's the solution? Well, I, I can tell you as a, as a fact, and this is easy to find in the magic Google machine, that the world is not now planning to, and, and no governments are expanding mining, sufficient to make enough cars to ban internal combustion engines in the next decade or two. So, so are we being, you know, California banning sale of internal combustion engines by 35, car companies saying they'll be all electric by 2030. Are they showing us the extreme and over the next couple of years, as I've been saying, are they going to backpedal and all of a sudden by, you know, three or four years from now, well, we can't achieve that, but here's what we really want. Oh, I, I, I'd take the bet. They're, back, they're going to backpedal. It won't take them a decade, decade to backpedal. The backpedaling will start sooner, and it'll start when the prices start going up. Right. I mean, if you put this kind of demand, the demand on minerals that the, these green energy plans have represents a 400 to 4,000% increase 
in demand for depends on the mineral you pick. So it's a 400% increase in demand for copper. It's a 4,000% increase in demand for cobalt. It's a 1,000% increase in demand for nickel. There's, this is these are global increases in demand to meet these plans that governments are proposing. These are these are astonishing increases in demand in a world where market prices for these minerals rises if the demand goes up by 10% or 20%. So what will happen is the prices will go up. So we saw this already this year. Uh, the average price for a battery for an electric car has been going down famously, as Elon Musk and everybody who follows us, for, for a decade, and which is really quite remarkable. But this year, it went down, this year, I mean, the, the trailing 12 months, it went down by a, a single-digit percentage point, that's like 8% or something, 10%, which is not a big decline. Next year, almost all forecasts see battery prices going up, not down, up. The trend will reverse itself because of the cost of the minerals. It, here's, the, here's the key fact. When you, when you buy a, when you buy a, a, a car... The materials that are go into the car, the bill of materials, cost something, and then it's labor. You, so those setting aside profits, there's just two things, right? You have labor for machines and human beings that you pay for, and you have materials. The same is true when you build a battery. Batteries in electric cars today, 60 to 70 percent of the cost of making the batteries just the raw minerals, materials. And if I double the price of those minerals, how, how can we possibly say the battery's going to get cheaper. Even if, even if I take the remaining 30%, which is the manufacturing machinery and labor and electronics and the cooling system, and make that half as expensive, how's that, how's that going to get you a cheaper battery when the, the 60 to 70% of the cost of the battery, which are the minerals, everything that's happening in the world today is leading to those going up in price, and none of the environmental organizations, and I say this, I think, pretty confidently, not a single environmental organization in the world that's pushing to have more electric cars is supporting more mining to make it possible to have more electric right. cars. So it's sort of like they want us to clean up the environment, but don't touch the environment to do it. Yeah, and it, look, I can't blame them. They're honest about right. lucky mining, but right. let's be honest about what has to be done. So if you if you drive a car for a decade, we, we can calculate, easy to do, the total tonnage, let's just do it in tons, of oil or gasoline you'll need, depending if you're using diesel right. or whatever, sure. it doesn't matter. We right. know what the number And if you do the same 10 years for an electric car, you get to a, a, another tonnage, which in a sense you pay for up front when you buy the battery. Right. Forget how you make electricity, just look at the car. And, and if you make those two comparisons, you get a 1,000% increase in the tonnage of materials you need to extract from the earth to drive a vehicle for 10 years. Uh, this is this is consequential in economic terms and environmental terms, and it's not sustainable. It won't. It won't I, I mean, it sounds like I'm being hyperbolic again. It won't happen. I, it just it won't happen because it can't happen. Right. So we're not going to get there. But we will have more electric cars because you could get to uh, I don't know, pick a number, ten percent of the fleet being electric or fifty. Right. But we're not going to we're not going to get to fifty or sixty or a hundred. Hey, Mark, hold that thought. Let me let me pull over and f- take this pause. I'm Ron Annie, the car doctor, here today with Mark Mills of the Manhattan Institute. We'll both be back right after this. Don't go away. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. Ron Annie, The Car Doctor, here today with Mark Mills of the Manhattan Institute. He's also an accomplished author. He's written more than a few books, his most recent being The Cloud Revolution, talking about the convergence of new technologies and the next economic boom. And I think part of that is some of the conversation we're having here today, right, Mark, with regard to electric vehicles and the electric vehicle future? Yeah, I think, you know, and let's, let's talk about the future a little bit. The, the idea that I don't think electric cars are going to take over the world. Has a lot of people saying to me, "Well, you know, you're not a technical, you're not an optimist. You don't understand how technology changes, and the future is going to be better, and there'll be better batteries." Look, uh, I'm a, I'm really probably overly optimistic about what technologists can do, what engineers and innovators can do, but I also know what the physics limits are and things that can't be done with the physics and the engineering we know how to use. 
you know, cars in the future are going to be, as you know, uh, more reliable, safer, uh, more comfortable. All these things are coming from incredible advances in engineering and technology. The automatic safety systems that are emerging, I'm not talking about self-driving, but the, you know, let's call them self-stopping technologies that right. are emerging, prevent us from doing bad and stupid things. This is, this is very exciting. It's great stuff. We're going to reduce the carnage on the roads. We're going to make driving more comfortable. How we change how we fuel a car? Uh, really, this is small ball stuff. I mean, it's really, it's, it's not very imaginative. The revolutions that are going to be exciting are, will be in things like robotics and um, manufacturing and, you know, how we, how we, how we uh, do medical diagnostics and how we train people, how we learn how to repair a car. That's, but back to the car. Here, let, me, let me calibrate a, a, a core physics point to make it clear to people who say, and when I, when I talk about the difference between an electric car, its battery, and a gasoline-powered car, and the battery weighs 1,000 pounds, your fuel tank weighs 70 pounds, and you have to mine 500,000 pounds of stuff to make the one right. battery. Right. The and that's one battery. Always, that's one battery. One, one battery. One battery. So, so a half-ton battery, 250 tons of stuff dug out of the earth. Right. Today, in the future, it'll be 500 tons because you know, we're chasing lower-grade ores. The answer is, it'll get better. My technology will get better. Well, of course it will get better. But internal combustion engines can get better, too. But they can't get better than the underlying physical chemistry of the materials that you're using to create energy. So put, put this way. Everybody who has an electric car, who's heard about electric cars, knows you measure the storage of electricity in kilowatt hours, the same things you pay for with your house. So what you'd want to know is and if you have a car, what you care about is the power-to-weight ratio. What, you know, what gearhead doesn't care about power-to-weight sure. ratio? It's what I cared about when I raced motorcycles. Yep. So the physical chemistry of the lithiated chemicals from which we make a battery, not the battery's power-to-weight ratio, but its underlying chemistry, uh, maximum of the chemicals that we use, the lithiated cost of chemicals, is 500 watt-hours per kilogram. So that's what, you can, you can, that's what the energetics of the chemistry is. The battery, as realized in a Tesla, is about 150 watt-hours per kilogram, by the way. So it's a lot less because you have to build things around it, machinery, hardware, you know, control and cooling systems. But the physics limit's 500. So what you'd want to know if you were designing a, a fast car or, or say, a, a drone, is what's oil? Because that's what you start with when you, make, you convert it. to, And it's 12,000 watt-hours per kilogram. Oh, my God. That's what oil is, what the oil contains. And that's what's available. Now, can you get 12,000 watt-hours out of it? No, but I can get half out. Right. And could I ever get half of the energy out of the 500 watt-hours per kilogram? Let's see the chemistry. Sure, yeah. But theoretical, you know, best, best prototype batteries could do that already. So now I'm comparing, we can do the arithmetic here, it's not complicated, a 6,000 watt-hour per kilogram internal combustion capability versus a 250 watt-hour per kilogram battery capability. These are extraordinary differences. So can you make electric cars or electric drones and airplanes? Sure. But if you want to go real fast and carry heavy loads for long distances, no. you can be burning oil right. and for that's, a long time. And that's the bottom line. Hey, yeah. Mark, our, our, our time is just about up. Um, can I shamelessly plug you? Is there a website the listeners can go to for sure. more information? Yeah. Yeah. Lay it on us. You can do the uh, tech-pundit.com. And so it's a the tech pundit with a hyphen. Right. And uh, the Manhattan Institute website, if you use a magic Google machine, 
just type in Mark P. Mills Manhattan Institute. They'll they'll get you to the web page, mm. and you can use the Amazon Magic Machine to type in my name, Mark P. Mills, and you'll get my book. And that's what we and, want everybody to do because yeah. they need they need this information. They really do. And you know, and you'll find a lot there about the change in materials, materials revolution, the change in. In uh, virtual reality, it'll help us learn how to uh, repair vehicles, right. change jobs, and about right. how to. Uh, I think drones are coming big time, uh, not for people soon, but but not for, not not too far in the future. Right. For well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to bring you back after the first of the year. I'm 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 asking you and telling you after the first of the year. <laughs> I'd be you're, delighted. You're, you're we'll com- kick off the new year with some exciting we'll, 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 ideas. We'll, we're going to talk about cars and a little bit further into detail. So, Thank you. I got to run, Mark. But listen, it was an absolute pleasure, sir. You uh, you kind of lit up everybody's world today. No pun intended with electric cars. So, <laughs> you have yourself a good rest of the holiday season. You have a great have a great uh, holiday. Thank you. Merry Thank Christmas you, sir. You. Merry Take Christmas care. to you. Yes, sir. I'm Ron Anany in the Car Doctor. We'll be back right after this. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so. Exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been the juicy. podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. 
Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Welcome back. We're on Name the Car Doctor. You know, the mistake I made, Tom, was I should have asked Mark that, you know, if we could invent the flux capacitor, would we then have, because he's right, you know, he started talking about the comic book magic, and, and I saw in one of his interviews, he talks about comic book magic, that everybody thinks all of this technology is going to fall out of the sky, and it's just not going to. What do you mean, if? <laughs> we, if you go to the O'Reilly website, they're already advertising it. They're waiting for them to come in. Well, a, a flux capacitor. Yeah, I know. That is yeah. actually <laughs> that is actually there on the O'Reilly website. But I could listen to him for hours. He just makes so much sense. And that was just a great interview. I, I, you know, it's. I don't see how anybody could argue his points. I, I just don't because, you know, two and two has to be four. Two and two is never seven. And, you know, his commentary, in one of his other interviews that I saw him do, he also talks about how, okay, so now you've got this electric car future on the table. The amount of transmission lines and towers and cables that you have to run in order to support this, this grid that everybody is talking about building and the support to the infrastructure, it's all got to be put somewhere. The material has to be found somewhere. Uh, you know, they also talked about solar. We didn't. We have so much to talk about with him, um, with regards to the way solar and renewables and 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 windmills. Uh, listen, I'm not saying we're not going to have electric cars, and, and and Mark certainly proved that point tonight, today, uh, that we're going to have electric vehicles uh, in the future. It's just not at the volume they're predicting. Um, you know, we're not going to have transporters like Star Trek in the next 10 to 15 years. 100, maybe. 200, probably. But not in the next 10 to 15. And we're not going to see a massive amount of electric cars uh, by 2030, 2035, like they're predicting either. So the backpedaling will begin soon. I'm Ron Anady and the Car Doctor reminding you this time, like every time, for a great time. Good mechanics aren't expensive. They're priceless. See ya. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Avido, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council.